Coming at you quicker than Nick Hausman backtracking on his Chris Jericho allegations. It's time for the rapid roundup. Kicking off with SmackDown. Kevin Owens defeats Santos Escobar to earn a shot at Logan Paul and the United States Championship at the Royal Rumble. After the match, Logan Paul runs his mouth about Kevin Owens' physique and the fact that he's Canadian as being reasons why he won't beat him for the US title, which earns him a punch in the face from Owens. This is going to be a fun one, I think. Um... It seems too soon, I think, to end Logan Paul's US title run. So I think we might see some shenanigans or something. Um, but I can't see Kevin Owens beating him at the Rumble. But interesting developments here and looking forward to that match very much. Following on from this, Bobby Lashley and the Prophets come out. The Prophets say they are coming for the Judgment Day and for Tag Team Gold. Lashley declares for the Royal Rumble. But Karrion Cross appears on the stage alongside Paul Ellering. Uh, suddenly, the returning authors of Pain take out Lashley and the Prophets. Um, pretty interesting. You know, I mean, at least for Karrion, he's been doing absolutely nothing since he's come back. So this has to be last chance saloon for him. Um, you know, the leader, I would imagine, of this little bit of a faction that they've pulled together now. So interesting stuff. Um, also, EO Sky defeats Mia Yim. And Tyler Bate joins the main roster as he teams with Butch who should be going back to Pete Dunne, let's be fair, to defeat Pretty Deadly. All British tag action, you gotta love it. Then uh, Roman Reigns uh, arrived early in the night. He was asked by Kayla what he makes of The Rock's comments on Raw, and he laughs in her face. Heyman, he's asked his thoughts um, before the main event as well, and he says The Rock is looking for relevancy. To be the head of the table, you need an invite to dinner, and he doesn't have one. Uh, the Rock's looking to go viral. Roman... He, he, whenever um, Roman wins, Cena comes back, Brock comes back, CM Punk returns after 10 years, and Cody's still peddling his story. They all got smashed by Roman, and there's not one man on the face of this planet who can beat Roman Reigns. Look, Paul Heyman is just the man. Um, fantastic stuff from him, as always. And yeah, it's uh, going to get pretty interesting because in the main event, um, we had... A three-way match, um, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. The winner should have faced Roman at the Rumble, but the bloodline come down and beat everyone up. But Nick Aldis has a little bit of a word with Heyman and says, just let Roman know once he's finished celebrating, he's just earned himself a fatal four-way at the Rumble. So what does this mean now? This is a tricky situation for Roman, really, because, you know, could he lose the belt now? Surely not before WrestleMania. You wouldn't think so, but... You know, if he's going to lose it, Fatal 4 way doesn't have to be pinned. Maybe Orton's going to get it, Orton and Cody. Maybe this opens up Rock and Roman for a non-title match. I don't really know, but surely he's not going to lose it before Mania, but we will see. Moving on over to Raw, Drew McIntyre opens the show. He says, last week it was all or nothing for him. He needed the title, but he stands here today without it. He says he may need to take a step away from WWE for a while to get his priorities right, or at least that's what he was thinking until he realized that he didn't lose fair. Damien Priest tried to cash in and screwed the both of them. He said maybe what he should do is leave for nine years and get a hero's reception when he returns. Q CM Punk coming out. He says, um, if Drew's got anything to say, you can say it to my face. Um, and Drew just offers him a congratulations. He's still here after a month. He's not self-destructed and got himself fired. Um, Drew says he knows the real CM Punk. He was here the first time. Um, he recounts what Punk was like. Um, you know, he says he's straight edge, so he doesn't have any demons, but that's because he is a demon. But Punk says he's not a demon, but if he's pushed, then he will become Satan himself. 
No one can stop him from winning the Rumble. Um, and because Drew's a nice guy, he'll make sure to throw him out last. I absolutely love this. And CM Punk, one of the best talkers out there. I think Drew got the best of it. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Drew was fantastic. CM Punk just kind of didn't have a whole lot going for him in this one. So, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, well done to Drew. And I hope to see more stuff from him. Um, what else did we get? Tommaso Ciampa snuck a win over Finn Balor, uh, Ludwig Kaiser, and Kofi ended in a double countout after Kaiser beat the crap out of Kofi for revenge for Giovanni Vinci. Uh, also, Miz defeated JD McDonough, Ivar defeated Otis, and Caden Carter and Katana Chance successfully defended their tag titles against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. We really need some other female tag teams, I think. Um, like Otherwise, the belts are just pointless at this stage. We've been saying it for a while, but literally there's always like two teams and it's them two you know, go against each other for a bit and then they go, maybe we need a new team, then they'll insert another one down the line. There's no division, is there, let's be fair. So, and not that much against Carter and Chance, but they're just generic baby faces. I'm not really loving them. So they need more character work. Chelsea Green and Piper are fantastic though. And yeah, hopefully we see more stuff going on to really elevate the women's tag division. Seth Rollins says he's the workhorse champ and he wonders who he's going to beat at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. The fans are chanting for CM Punk, to which Seth says, maybe in his dreams. Jinder Mahal, though, comes out. He interrupts Seth. He says, Seth, you sing, you dance, you dress up, you bring no value to that title. And Jinder is sick of being overlooked. Seth says, you know what? You have been overlooked, Jinder, but that's on purpose because you're, you're nothing. You're boring. Um, but a little bit of a brawl, and we found out that Jinder is going to challenge next week for the world title. I mean, fresh matchup at least. Um, these two do have a bit of history, though. Um, they did face off for the NXT um, championship, the inaugural belt. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't play that up a little bit more. Maybe they will do ahead of next week, but I highly doubt it. In the main event, Cody Rhodes, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Cody was given an interview earlier in the night. He got attacked by Shinsuke, and that was enough to turn it into a street fight, which meant tables and other fun things. And as a surprise to nobody, Cody Rhodes came out as the victor. So, yay. Um, you know what? It was it was an interesting roar. Other than the, the, the opening segment, though, it just kind of felt a little bit meh there was no top stars in action and i think it was quite predictable throughout um but yeah props to drew and you know we're not that far away from the rumble now so yeah hopefully things heat up moving over to aew the undisputed kingdom as they are now known they kick things off adam cole hobbles and little legs down to the the ring on his crutches um he says if what he did to MJF makes him the devil, then buy him a first-class ticket to hell. A lot of talk about Satan and the devil around wrestling at the minute. Um, he says, MJF is dead, but the Undisputed Kingdom is very much alive. The Kingdom um, are tag champs. Roderick Strong is going to go after the international title, and Wardlow will go after the world title. But then Wardlow will forfeit it and give it to Adam Cole. Um, okay. Jay White, though, interrupts. He praises Adam Cole and his plan, but doesn't like the fact that he was collateral damage um he brings out the guns they start making their way down for a fight but they're outnumbered until the acclaimed and daddy ass come to the raid um after the little bit of a brawl the crowd wants the bullet club gold to scissor but they end up leaving the ring and leaving us disappointed um i don't know i've got mixed feelings about this i think if the end game is jay white and adam cole then yeah that's pretty cool but again wardlow why is he kind of relegated to being someone's lapdog and having to hand over the belt and stuff like that like I don't know. I feel bad on him. He's just always the goon, isn't he? He never getting a chance to break away. But you know, based on how big he is and his size against the rest of the roster, like he would just demolish everybody, wouldn't he? If he was the world champ. So I don't know what they do there. But um, interesting. But yeah, Bullet Club Gold becoming baby faces. 
we will soon see. Orange Cassidy successfully defended the international title against Dante Martin after the match. Private Party are back. They say new year, new champs, and they put all the tag teams on notice. Um, yeah, nice to see Mark went back after a long-term injury. Um, I've always liked Private Party, um, and I thought it was interesting that they also called out the Hardys. So, yeah, I think that'll be a fun one. People are kind of, yeah, they're, they're shitting on the Hardys at the minute, but they're still ledgers, so I hope we get to see that match. We also get to see the debut of Mariah May. She wins that debut match, and after she gets the win, Deanna Parazzo makes her AEW debut. She says to Mariah, let Tony Storm know she's coming for her, and slaps Mariah in the face. Um, this is a big coup for AEW. Obviously, widely regarded as one of the best doing it right now. So, yeah, the AEW women's division continues to grow, continues to improve, and you just love to see it. Main event time, Swerve Strickland against Daniel Garcia. Swerve gets the win. Um, but before this match, Hangman Page was angry backstage, saying someone's going to get their ass kicked because of what Adam Cole and Samoa Joe did to him a couple of weeks ago. And after the match, he goes after Swerve to reignite that feud. Um, like, how much further can you take this now? Like, literally drunk each other's blood and put each other through hell. Um, and yeah, now, but we're still fighting. So, yay. Lastly, over to Collision. Sting and Darby kick off the show with a win. Ric Flair wooing his way around the ring in the corner. Um, while Eddie Kingston also retained the Continental Crown against Trent. And the Kingdom defended their tag titles. Um, while Hook, of all people, calls out the new world champion Samoa Joe. Adam Copeland gets in the ring. He says he wants someone to step up, and the challenge is answered by Griffey Baby, Griff Garrison, legend, friend of the show. Um, we've heard JR say a few times now he's compared him to a young um, Adam Copeland. So we get to see young Adam Copeland versus Adam Copeland. So I was very pumped for this. Um, yeah, so just made up for him to get this match. Obviously, a friend of the show. So yeah, nice to see him get that exposure once again. Um, obviously, Cope gets the win. That was never in question, but. Yeah, I hope we start seeing a bit more of Griffey um, because he's definitely got the talent there and I like the stuff he's doing with Maria at the minute. So fair play for, for Adam Copeland to, you know, get in the ring with him as well. I think it was uh, it was really good. We also saw the Acclaimed. They make a bit of an interesting proposition. They want to join forces with Bullet Club Gold. Um, Anthony Bowens says the only way to get anywhere in AW is uh, in a faction. So Jay and Colton kind of dismiss it, but Austin says it kind of makes sense. Um also, we had Claudio Castagnoli getting a win over Andrew Everett and Sky Blue getting a win over Kira Hogan. Um, again, Sky Blue killing it. Much prefer her new persona. Which takes us to the main event. It is FTR versus House of Black. Um, a match that could have happened at World End, to be fair, but we get it for free on TV. And uh, yeah, FTR get the win. Uh, Daniel Garcia helped them out because Brody King was trying to get involved. After the match, though, House of Black absolutely destroyed FTR and Daniel Garcia as Julia Hart sadistically watches on ringing the bell um, with a little six smile on her face. So yeah, love Julia, love House of Black, and it was a pretty good main event, to be fair. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot of storyline progression going on at the minute. No Samoa Joe, really. So yeah, let's see where this all goes. But let us know what you think in the comments. Um, did you think it was a good show this week? Who was better? WWE, AW, both terrible. Who knows? You let us know, and we'll catch you on the next one.